Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Spoilers, obviously. I'm your host, Joel, and with me today, Moses Moon. Hello, everyone. Man, spoilers, obviously, is such a good title. How did you come up with that? Um, well, I have another podcast in Hebrew, um, same name in Hebrew, Spoiler Minastam. And <laughs> I was, I, I don't know, I, I, when I wanted to start a podcast, I needed a subject. And I, mm-hmm. my, my friend and I were talking a lot about movies and I had so much knowledge compared to him. So it's like, okay, I have my subject. Now I need a name. And I had so many other names like Joel's Corner because, you know, it's probably g- going to be just me or whatever. Or like, mm. I, I don't know. And at some point I was like, okay, I'm going to talk about movies. So I'm obviously going to give spoilers. I'm obviously going to give spoilers. So it's spoilers, obviously. <laughs> that makes a lot so, of sense. Oh. Great choice. So yeah, that, that's how I came up with, with the name spoilers. Obviously, it's beautiful, absolutely Thank beautiful. You. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me back on the show, man. It's a lot of fun. Glad. Thanks for coming back and doing uh, more episodes with me. Um, with pleasure. <laughs> shall uh, Shall we get into it? Let's do it. Let's Let's set the banquet and eat. <laughs> <laughs> So today we are going to talk about Thor, Love and Thunder, a Marvel movie, and what we saw in the movie, thoughts, and basically what is the future outcome of all the other movies. And before we actually do get into the subject, as of right now, when we're recording, Comic-Con was just like a few hours ago, a few days ago. And Marvel did announce a lot of movies and TV shows upcoming up till the year 2025. So, wow. yeah, that's, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, about 17 to 20 titles overall. Shoo, that's yes. a lot. So we will, or we will, or I will, we kind of talk vaguely about that towards the end of the episode and see... What is basically the big picture Marvel are trying to tell us? But until then, let's uh, let's really get into Thor: Love and Thunder. Let's do it. In short, what would you rate this movie? What did you think of the movie? Hmm. Mm. Well, you know, man. Like, if you weren't prepared from Ragnarok then I think you're going to, or if you just didn't like Ragnarok, I didn't think you're going to, if like people are going to like it. I've been hearing mixed reviews and like I came into the film with, I knew what TT was directing. So I was very open-minded to his style. Um, You know, I came in, I came in with two, one with an expectation and and like one with a a desire, like one, I, I wanted to like it because uh, I wanted to have a good time. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same, the same time, like, you know, I, at the, I've kind of gotten used to the level of Marvel's, the expectation of Marvel, which is, you know, it's going to be okay. You know, it's either going to be, it's going to be really bad to be like, oh, that sucked. Or, you know, or it's got to be really good to beat my expectations. So I came into it expecting about like, mm, uh, let's say a six on the, uh, expectation level and I, I walked out with about uh, either six and three quarters or seven there I, I enjoyed the film like I 
it didn't it didn't, wasn't screaming in my face and it was exactly kind of what i was expecting it narratively sat well uh the cinematography some people had issues with it i thought it was a treat i thought it was like cotton candy for the eyes and i liked some of the hints that and directions that they were throwing out there and uh, i also as a, a person who enjoys a good um uh, weapons or sword or like uh, close up, very like um, what do they call it? The masculine view, but in, instead of uh, or masculine perspective, but instead of objectifying a woman, it's objectifying a uh, uh, an item, aka a weapon. So I'm all for it. <laughs> so I had a lot of fun. First, first of all, you said it wasn't screaming on your face. Um, I'm pretty sure the movie was screaming quite a lot. You know, thanks to all the goats. That was screaming oh, every two seconds. <laughs> true enough. You know what? I, I, I thought you couldn't beat, a, you know, a dead horse and, you know, but they whipped that out and it was so left field. I was like, I'm for it. I'm all for the goats. Let's go. So, I, so this is, first of all, you said you, your expectation were six and you kind of were left out with six, six and a quarter. So it kind of sounds like you were not disappointed overall. Yeah. I, you know, I really, uh, you know, I had my popcorn. I had my like slushy. I was watching it in a nice theater and, uh, uh and honestly it just it was a good experience overall the audience was uh it was you know all zoned in everybody no distractions it wasn't boring them and wasn't boring me and they had i liked the pacing uh you know i i could go and i will go into more details later on in this episode about you know where i think the film struggled but it wasn't something that uh overall like hindered my experience and i i liked it a lot I don't think it's the best Marvel film, but I definitely, I really like it. So what about you, man? Um, so yeah, I definitely agree. It's not the best Marvel film. Um, so I I went to, I think with the same kind of expectation that you had like a six, somewhere over there. Mm. And I was kind of left with maybe a five and a half. Okay. Because, okay. Or maybe I had an expectation even of a seven. The, the, thing, the thing is- it sounds I, like it. <laughs> The, the thing is, um, I, I know Taika Watiri. I've seen some of his movies, like Jojo Rabbit, amazing movie, hilarious, mm-hmm. and some of his other films. And I, I love his style. And the first Thor was a great movie. The second mm-hmm. Thor was complete trash. And mm-hmm. because of that, they were debating if to continue the storyline of Thor as a single movie. Mm-hmm. And then Taika Waititi came and said, like, hey, let me give it a try. And the MCU basically said, sure, no problem, but we're going to put an eye on you. And the movie was a success. The Thor Ragnarok yeah. was a success. Amazing movie. The plot, the humor, um, the dynamic with everything. It was perfect. Now, for this movie, the, he came like, okay, I want to do another movie. And they said... You did such an amazing job with Thor because we thought to stop with his storyline like as a single movie. You did such an amazing job. We will now give you 100% freedom. Do whatever you want. And he literally took it to his advantage and you can feel it. You can like really feel it. Like 
the the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy, they said working with Taika Waititi is basically working with a grown-up child. And you can see it <laughs> in this movie. And at some cases, I was like, okay, this is funny. And in some cases, I was, okay, you're milking this joke too much. Mm. And it, it became like, okay, it, it's, now, it's not fun anymore because you're milking something like... For example, you said you love the whole dynamic with the so with the axe and you know how there's like a love triangle over there. And for me, it's like okay, oh, that I'm- that was uh, yeah, okay. So that's different between like showing the silliness of a an object, like sentient weapons. I wasn't referring to that. That was mm. if you're saying that joke was over repeated. I I understand, but my. Uh, like let's say some of the focus like generally when heroes have weapons and things of that nature uh, you don't necessarily get close-ups or like you you have two types of mindsets those who uh, romanticize the weaponry and like have nice close-ups and shots and showing that the weapon is powerful uh, uh, and or the skill of the wielder and that it's an elegant weapon and then you have other shots where it's just it's part of the story it's not the focus isn't on the weapon itself per se uh and and so with the like let's say spoilers uh <laughs> you know zeus's bolts uh or the the necro necromancer blade. no it wasn't necromancer a necromancer something else. <laughs> necro something blade uh you know like there was definitely like quick cuts that were very much focused on the weapon itself doing something not that it was sentient, you know, some of them are, but uh, the, but the power that it exudes, you felt it because there was a weight behind uh, knowing what the weapon could do prior. Uh, so something like that. You know, like a good example is uh, scenes dedicated to Narsil uh, becoming Anduin, you know, like in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. We, we see it presented on the, on the in the shelf and then we see it reforged and Aragorn pulls it out and there's... Uh, dedication or whatever so similarly enough like uh elements of thor's hammer because it's a, a key uh player in the narrative especially for uh jane foster's character uh as well as you know thor wielding uh the new axe i forget its name um stormbreaker stormbreaker thank you stormbreaker <laughs> And uh, the whole dynamics between not just in narrative, but I mean, later on, as we see the the Destiny Child and, and Thor run out and obviously they, they have their places with what weapons they choose, etc. So that, that's more that I meant. Pardon the tangent. <laughs> so, yes. So uh, uh, the thing is, we know how powerful the Stormbreaker is. We see we literally see and if, if I'm not mistaken in, in the movie Endgame how he creates mm-hmm. the the weapon. So we see how yeah. powerful it is. Unlike Mjolnir, we never see how it was been how it was created. We do know it's been created the same way, but we still know it is very very powerful. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's not, but the thing is we saw how this came to life, the uh, Stormbreaker and Mjolnir yeah. we never did. We only know that Mjolnir is powerful because Odin put a spell on it. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. And I so, mean, but there's time. There's time that's dedicated to to prep 
the 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 viewers and and the and the in the screen the scenes with knowing the uh, I don't know special intimate time with with the weaponry. So that's in particular more or less the the notion because when we see uh, them being wielded, uh, we feel the weight behind them. Yeah. Well, just like when Hela destroyed the Mjolnir, it's like, oh my god, she. Like, yeah, everyone you, was you, like, oh. Yeah, like the fact that first of all she held it, it's like what mm-hmm. the fuck, and then she destroyed it, it's like holy, like you felt the weight over there, and yeah, I, and in this movie, I kind of felt like these weapons are just weapons that are now mm. sentient in some way. It's like they have feelings. Like, well, at least Stormbreaker. <laughs> and, yeah, at least Stormbreaker does. It's like, and, and this comes the running gag that is like, okay, this is funny the first time. It's not funny the second time. And unlike the, the goats, for me personally, okay, it's funny the first time. Funny the second time. Okay, the third one, it's not funny anymore. And then they, for some reason, I have no idea why, what broke me completely and I was laughing my ass off is when the goats flew in the moon and they just crashed over there. And then, <laughs> and then they just started screaming. I was laughing for that little scene for about five minutes. Mm. I couldn't stop. And it was like after, like, okay, this is not funny anymore. And then I see that, like, okay. So there are a lot of jokes over here. Like, okay, it's funny, it's funny. Okay, stop. It's not funny, it's not funny, it's funny. And then, like, it's funny again. And mm-hmm. Stonebreaker... That's kind of taita's uh style though in in some manners like again he had full range of it yeah and well the thing is he did it with almost all of his jokes in this movie almost all the Mm -hmm. jokes he did he tried to milk it as much as possible and if it works it works if it doesn't work well guess what i don't care i'm just gonna milk it because it's funny to me so yeah well, so, I mean, someone's going to be like, this is the funniest movie ever. I, I had a lot of a audience who were laughing on very stupid or immature stuff. Like when you see mm. in the beginning of the movie, when they battle those little bird creatures thing. Yeah. And he, and he does like a stupid face and the person behind me was laughing his ass. I was like, what's so funny about that? It's like. I, I don't get it. You know, generic <laughs> alien racism. He looks yeah. different. It's funny, you know. Yeah, no. If we're clearly above that, you know. Clearly <laughs> different race. It's well, all right. Cre- clearly, we're not peasants like they are. <laughs> Peasantry. <laughs> also, quick, uh, mild. Uh, it was in Infinity War, right? Which yeah. is when Stormbreaker was made, because he comes no. at the end. Yeah. Or, or no, no, no. It's it, well, which is the one where he like because he. Because he he comes with Stormbreaker and cuts into him, and he's like, "You should have gone for the head," and then yeah. he snaps. So, so no, Infinity so War. at the end game, at end game, he creates a Stormbreaker. Isn't is end game? Is after Infinity War. Right when. No, you so now I'm, now I'm getting confused. <laughs> so you have Infinity War when the big battle when Thanos collects all the stones, and then basically right. dust everyone. Right. But yeah, just okay, okay, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, oh, wow, oh, geez, I best you at your own witch. Yes, <laughs> well, one point for Moses, zero points for myself. <laughs> and, the, and the game continue. but, anyways, mm-hmm. so the movie starts with we see Thor 
planting a mule near into the ground. And he says that he's done fighting. He, he started fighting and he just, because he's bored of it and he just wants to fight whenever he's really needed. And immediately after yeah. that, he's needed. And uh, yeah. he, he immediately did Harry Potter style. He took Mjolnir and wrote it off, which, which that was like, okay, that's, so that's flying funny. on Stormbreaker as, uh, as the, like a broom, uh, which is broom. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we do see the, uh, the handle has a branch, not branches, but roots. Because mm-hmm. it is, you know, from a part group. of Groot's. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, so it's still, so that could kind of say, you know, tell us, yes, it's still alive because it is growing. So, like, wait, which oh, came first, the exposition of uh, Thor or the exposition of, was it Gore? Gore, the God Slayer? Oh, no, yeah. So, sorry. We start with uh, Gore, the, uh, the God Butcher. We butcher, first start, yes. yeah, we first start with that. We see uh, uh, Christian Bale as Gore the uh, God Butcher, and I have to say, I I feel bad that they didn't do the real the original look, because according to the comics, he he, he has he, he doesn't have a nose, his face like you know how Ultron bad faces, guys don't have nose. <laughs> no, but you know how Ultron his face is like kind of like clean. Yeah. So, As an Ultron, yeah, I brought up a picture. Ex- exactly, and he has those like tentacles, like a ah- Ahsoka from a Star Wars. Yeah. So Taika Waititi said, "I'm not going to try to do that look because everyone is going to joke about him because he looks a lot like Vo- Lord Voldemort." It's like, yep, dude. I think you... that's a fair point, though. I, I mean, I don't think it is because look, if you Google right now villains with no noses, watch how many pop up. <laughs> no, I, I I know, but the thing is, you know, Ultron looks amazing, and he doesn't have a nose. He he has a clean, you know, flush, you know, face over there. Voldemort, on mm-hmm. the other hand, he has like little holes. So it's like, yeah, that's weird. And also, Voldemort is supposed to be a, a human being compared to this mm. guy is supposed to be an alien. So, you know, it's a lot easier to believe his face will look without a nose. His face, you know, Voldemort doesn't have a nose. That's weird. But Fair so, so Taika Waititi decided, no, I'll make him look like human. At least give him the tentacles, man. You know, but I mean, that would have been cool. I would have I've been down. But, you know, like that's another like thing between adaptation versus, uh, you know, the source material. Yeah, I don't. It didn't detract away from the story, and like for me, I think Christian Bale did a, a phenomenal job. I mean, they kind of felt like they dragged him into this, but at the same time, he's such he, a great actor. He wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. My, I think, like, what the movie is two hours long. I think overall, and this is me guessing, he was just forty minutes in the movie. Yeah, it was very little. Unfortunately, it would have been a nice to have like. The opening was a nice, like, okay, this is how he, you know, chooses to uh, to leave his understanding and pursue the death of the gods, uh, and then onwards. So it would have been nice to see a little more, but at the same time, like he, because he was such a vibrant, like he stole the show every time he was on the on the screen. In my opinion, that. Not that it wasn't wasn't enough, but it, it was definitely a lot. 
Yeah, he he definitely stole the show even before he became the God Butcher. But, Mm. you know, this is the thing. The movie, personally for me, was good whenever he was on the screen. Whenever he was Mm. not on the screen, it's like a childish movie. What really also bothered me, they made Thor a lot dumber than he actually is. Like, look at all the previous movies. Dude, this Mm. guy's a small person. And over here, it was like, nah, I'm dumb. I'm going to do, like, stupid childish things. It's like, what's going on over here? Like, I feel like you recreated Thor as a child in a grown man's body. Do you think that type of vision or character change or more fixation, I guess, I don't know, uh, was present in Ragnarok? No. I, I don't think it has uh, been in Ragnarok like that. Um, and that so, such is such of a tone that it was in this movie. Like, I, I really feel like, you know, let's say the first, you know, all the movies before Ragnarok, let's say Thor was eight, uh, you know, his knowledge, his, how small he is, he was eight. Mm. Let's say Ragnarok, it was seven. Over here, I feel like he's a fool. I don't know. It wasn't that wasn't something that I particularly like noted and was like, oh, like this is he feels dumber. Like I it's just the for me that's like the direction style. It's he was still knowledgeable. He knew where the kids were and he was very like, oh, we're gonna go to the gods. Like this was also a fetch quest movie kind of deal. We'll go here, we'll do this, we'll go here, mm-hmm. we'll do this, and then uh so similarly, it's just like, okay. Uh, but he knew, I mean, he knew what he was doing, more or less. Until, you know, we learned that the Bifrost was the key to eternity, so. Which, that was like, wait, uh, how? How is a Bifrost? I don't, okay, so a lot of people had a lot of problems with this. I don't, like, oh, how can you not go to this location if the Bifrost already, if you could, if you already had it, you could just go. Like, to me... No. That's not a, a plot uh, not, hole at all. Not, not only that, why did he need Stormbreaker? Why not Mjolnir? Mjolnir can also summon the Bifrost. We see it in the, all, all the other previous movies. It's like, what's I, I don't on? think, I think in the continuity, I don't think we've actually seen Mjolnir actually wield the Bifrost. We've seen when Heimdall was still kicking around is when Mjolnir's continuity was. And so when he was able to wield it at that point. Uh, it was Heindall that was using the, the Bifrost to connect everybody. And then it's, and so then in the MCU's edition that when Stormbreaker was created, it was mentioned that you could wield, potentially wield the power of the Bifrost through this, not Mjolnir. Well, I, I guess I missed that. I, I think I'll need to to do my research. I'll have to check that out again, but I'm pretty sure every time that Thor with Mjolnir has ever used the Bifrost, he always calls the Heindel. No, yeah, that that is for sure. You know, we do see in uh, Infinity War, yes, Thor does use the Bifrost and comes from the dying planet mm-hmm. star back to Earth. Yeah. But I don't think they ever mentioned how that was possible. Because he used the he used Stormbreaker. 
No, I, I know, but I'm saying I don't think they mentioned in, in up till now. No, because even before that, the dwarf, I forget his name, uh, mm-hmm. played by Peter Dinklage, uh, says that you could wield the power of the Bifrost. This is prior to its, so, just when they're about to smelt it. So I, I, this is what I'm saying. I'll need to see that again and, and make sure. But yeah. a- anyways... So going back, I'm pretty again, confident with this one. No, no, <laughs> no, no problem. Um, I I do want to mention something because, um, religion, and this movie is a lot about about gods, and in mm. the beginning of this movie, when uh, uh, Go kills that god that he prays for, first of all, there's many gods like I'm the godson, you know, the god, the son. Not godson. I'm the god of the sun. You have multiple gods who, like, you know, let's say in Egyptians, you and we see in mm-hmm. Moon Knight, a lot of gods. I'm the moon god, I'm the sun god, and yeah. this is death god. And it's like, okay, let's say I pray to the sun god or moon god. Which god am I praying for? Like, which religion am I praying for? Like, there's so Depends many. Depends on your intent. If you're, it, it, like, I don't think in the MCU's universe, the gods are real. And if you're addressing someone, you know, with your intent, it's like a basic form of magic. It's mm-hmm. like uh, you, you're praying to the specific deity that you're praying to. It's not just the uh, colloquial plethora of various gods related or deities related to that particular thing. Okay. So, I mean, I... it's, it does, it's just an, ex, uh, an explanation. I don't, I have never heard a in world because I've never thought of it as an issue. Yeah, no, neither did I, but I'm now looking like, okay, you did show us all these gods, and obviously some gods have the exact same job. So as a regular person, if I pray to this, to the sun, to which god am I praying to? But anyways, well, I want to talk about the very beginning when Go kills the god. Mm-hmm. And he basically says, all of you, all, in, like the gods, before he kills the before Go kills the god, the god tells him, like, your purpose is to die and serve me. What's after death is death is nothing. I don't care about you. You are a pet. You are an animal to me. And for me as a religious person, like, when the day comes and I pass away and I meet the god that I believe in, that would be a really shitty thing. To, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit. It's like... Well, what- it, it doesn't give like, you that like, pure explain that feeling to if exactly that to feel um, some form of empathy with the Gore's character. Yeah, and it's like if I were to in the God that I believe in would be like, yeah, you mean nothing to me. Go fuck <laughs> yourself. It's like, well, what the fuck? And <laughs> it, it's they 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 hit so on point with that. And mm. and it's amazing how it's not only with that specific god. I don't know what the name of that god, but you see throughout the movie all the other gods. Like, yeah, we don't care. We don't care. And also on Moon Knight, you know, in Moon Knight, there's a lot of gods over there. You kind of get the vibe of the gods don't really care about human being or you know lower life uh, people. They very like, deistic uh, or deistic theology. Yeah, and it's like, okay, so if this is true, 
should I stop believing in a God? Like, yes, this is a movie, but let's for a second look at it as a real life thing. Obviously, mm. I cannot talk to my God and my God can talk to me like face to face as we are talking. But can but that the thing is, should like should anyone believe in a God if as what we get from this movies, all gods are basically assholes? Well, it really depends on your point of theology, because like a deistic is like a god, a god, depending on your particular point of view, set the world into motion and then turn their back or to some uh, factor, which a lot of the MCUs kind of like uh, focusing on from Zeus's point of view or even the Egyptian gods where it's like, oh, humanity like stopped uh worshiping us or their thoughts turned more inwards as other things arose and so we drew back or uh etc etc or that we cause calamity and like walking amongst them is is dangerous and, and so on and so forth uh so it like it depends on your view but i think a movie if a movie like this as simple as it is and maybe not the most excellent of films but the, to create or spark critical thinking in this regards i think it's really good uh especially in particular to people who have particular religious views i think though one can take comfort in their particular points of view because depending on the the text and the religion you follow you should get a feel or a sense of the deity or philosophies behind what you believe and take comfort in what they say. Of course, the MCU saying, okay, well, there are gods who are saying that they love you, but they don't really care. Uh, you know, in my opinion, again, like it doesn't stop the value of like living a decent life, especially if the, the texts are very like prominent, like take a look at uh Judeo-Christianity and the formation of America and the the foundation founding properties in what inherited and, and through uh, its people and its history to become one of the best nations on the earth with the ideals of uh, like morality to the point of uh, getting rid of the slave trade and equal rights and uh, so on and so forth and things for you know the benefit of all mankind so yeah so Religion did really affect um, the way of life throughout our history. Um, if you look back in time, um, you know, you had all these other religions. You had Christianity, Judaism, and you had, you know, people who believed in Thor, people who believed in Zeus and all that. And a lot of wars were caused because you don't believe in the God I believe in. Therefore, I'm going to kill you. And as we can see, the religion that is most common nowadays is Christianity because they basically, you could say, they won most of the world. I mean, it depends on how you read history. Part of that was also through martyrdom. You know, a lot of uh, countries or people who, uh, I mean, I'm not particularly taking out and saying Christianity won its, its way by the sword, but in, in particular, that it, even like it could have died out at the very beginning, but it's like the believers in the very beginning were uh, just simple folk like you and me who uh, just held on to the faith. You know, they were persecuted, crucified, burnt at the stakes, put into uh, the Roman games, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a different dynamic or so, but if you're speeding up to the Crusades, uh, I, for me, I don't think that's a justifiable, uh, let's say, 
outlook on history as it was more of a 400 year response to, as in like a response to 400 years of uh, Islam moving up the coast into Spain. But that's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the history channel. <laughs> Spoilers, <Yes>. definitely, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> talking about movies and talking about uh, religion and history and not about movies. <laughs> but honestly, though, like that's see that's that's a good thing like if that's a type of thought that you walked away with from you know thor of of all movies like why not so yeah no so i walked away from with that thought with the first five minutes of the movie <laughs> like mm -hmm. i could i could literally do a whole conversation about religion and god just about that five minutes the rest of the movie is let's put basically that conversation aside and let's see mm -hmm. how basically this guy who see all gods are basically a-holes and you know a liars so let's just kill them and th th this is his mission this is what he you know swears to do and i i have to say i obviously you know i i don't i don't have any beef with my god <laughs> but I don't blame him. I'm like, yeah, dude, as we see over here, all the gods are a-hole. The only one god that isn't, as what we see, is Thor. And from Moon Knight, uh, Tawet, the Hippoe god. Those are basically ah, yes. the only two. Well, what about Odin? I mean, Valhalla exists. Sorry, sorry. Odin, Hela herself even said, you know how many people we killed just to build Valhalla? So that's very true, but I mean, do you have an afterlife? Uh, you, yeah, you, you have an afterlife. <laughs> every, every religion, as we they explained to us in uh, Moon Knight, every religion has an afterlife, it just depends on what religion you choose. As we see, um, Thor does tell us you go to Valhalla if you die in battle. Jane, right, did not die in battle, but. She did believe in Valhalla, and she did uh, go at more Viking towards the end of her life. And Tawet I mean, did she was explain. fighting cancer, so she was fighting cancer. Oh, different that, battle. That, it's a different <laughs> battle, <laughs> but but apparently uh, usable. <laughs> yeah, but according to what Tawet tells us, it what you believe in when you die, that is where you go. I could be a Christian my whole life, or Muslim. Or Judea, a Jew, or you know, a guy believe in Thor, or all the other different religions, and at a the pagan. end, of, a pagan, exactly. And at the end of my life, I can be like, you know what? I believe in a completely religion that I believed up till now, and I will go to that heaven, according to what they tell us. So Jane, the fact that she went to Valhalla at the end. Even though she didn't die in battle, okay, cancer, she died in cancer and cantle, it's a, on battle. She did believe in Valhalla at the end because she did believe in Mjolnir and the power it can give her. So she I was can, a Thor, so. And she wasn't a, a Thor herself. So I can understand why she went to, Val, to Valhalla at the end. Mm. Just, just like uh, Steve and Moon Knight, who went to uh, the uh, Field of Reeds. Amazing, amazing show. I enjoyed Moon Knight. A lot of people didn't like that, but I, I think it's uh, as of right now the best show. Hmm. 
Huh. I haven't thought about what the best show is. The worst <sighs> one is uh, Captain uh, Miss Marvel. All right. I Very still cool. have yet to see that, potentially. So We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so the the biggest conflict of this movie was how is Jane worthy to hold Mjolnir? Are you really going to tell me she is as worthy as Captain America? She is like in that level. And I mean, I'm... it was explained in the movie. Exactly. Even Ex- though it was expositioned by someone who wasn't there and, and by reference to someone who didn't remember that night. So, so, so I, I have to say they gave a good answer of how she can uh, uh, wield Mjolnir. At first I thought like, okay, she had the, you know, the uh, infinity stone inside her, the liquid thing. I forget the name of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that probably what gave her cancer. And because it was in her blood, yes, it's not in her blood anymore. So you could say it maybe changed a little something in her DNA and the foe you know, she can hold Mjolnir just like Vision can hold Mjolnir. He has a stone. So mm. I thought like, okay, maybe they will go with that direction. But no, they went with a different direction. of like, you know what? It's not the best, but it's acceptable. I, don't, I personally didn't mind it. Listen, like uh, Odin's passed on. Uh, it's a good little hint that uh thor has the same kind of abilities that his father would even more so it sets up the the factor at the end the battle with between the children and the dark creatures and thor and gore yes all their names happening to rhyme (sighs) um but yeah I, i like look vision is a pure creature the stone is like uh, what is the the mind stone? The mind right? stone, yeah. Pure consciousness. I think that alone. It's not the stone itself. It's just what the stone pertained. If it was, hmm, I don't know. If it was a, any other stone, I don't think he would have been able to wield it. Well, the because it's the mind stone and it, it is like your thoughts and how pure you are. When vision is being created, you can see like the download of him being created and how Ultron is basically transferring himself into vision. Mm-hmm. So you see about, if I'm not mistaken, between 60 to 70% that Ultron transferred himself into Vision. In Wanda, yeah. when, when they killed off Vision. Yeah, again. And, <laughs> again. I was expecting at some point to get Ultron back because he did download like 70% of himself inside Vision. Mm. So I was, I was expecting to like, okay, that, this is a possibility, but we didn't get that. But the, the the thing is, yes, so the, the stone, it depends on your your purpose of what you want to do with that stone. So sure. I, I can understand why he was uh, able to wield Mjolnir. But I will accept what they did with Jane, how Thor told uh, Mjolnir, you know, promise me to, you will always protect her. Which mm. also which also tells us she could have wielded this entire time. So like, yep. you know, the, the last time Thor, you know, saw Mjolnir is when Hela destroyed it, which if I'm not mistaken was 2015. 
MCU timeline. I guess. <laughs> well, I, I anyways, and ever since then, it was on the floor. And the reason why we didn't have Mjolnir in any of the movies since then is because no one thought, like, hey, she destroyed the hammer. She didn't destroy the spell Odin put on it. So mm-hmm. that that's what actually why it still works. So if Captain America, he himself would have gone, let's say, at Endgame or Infinity War, if he would have gone and like, yeah, I'm going to pick it up, it would have worked. It, it doesn't matter who would have gone. It's like, as long as you would have gone and you are worthy, if it's yeah. or Jane or Captain America, the, the hammer would have picked up, you know, and fixed itself. And I, I did hear mm. a lot of like people like, why only now did it fix itself? And it's not like, why now? Is that no one went to it up till now since it was broken? No, no one was like, "Oh, we can fix this." You know, if Thor has left it, then there's no way. Like, it's why it's in memorial. Yeah, and 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 I loved how they put in the, the memorial. They picked up the ground around it because no one yeah. can pick it up. It's like, okay, that, mm-hmm. that's a nice uh, touch you put over them. So, in in the movie, you see. So Chris Hemsworth, you see his wife and all three of his kids are in this I movie. Didn't know that. Had no idea. So at, at the very beginning of the movie, when they give us a history of Thor and how he became Thor, you see a little baby. That's mm-hmm. his, that's his uh, son. Then you have a little <laughs> a little kid running. That is his other son. Hmm. And then you have Go's daughter, who later in the movie becomes love. And she's now a sentient, universal creature. And that's his daughter. No way. So that's actually his daughter. Oh, I should have known that. <laughs> and his wife was also in the movie. She was also in the Thor when they, in the after credit, when Thor and Jane kissed. So the, the actress, Natalie Portman, was not able to show up. So his wife... Uh, put a wig and all that and they they kissed i did hear that but for this movie so when the rock person i forget i forgot his name korg yeah korg i'm korg i'm a rock (laughs) (laughs) i love it so when he tells us he let me tell you a story about so and then we see and then he was with a wolf lady on a lady Mm. wolf so that wolf lady is his wife that's hilarious so That's yeah, amazing. his entire family was in this movie, which is amazing. absolutely hilarious. But his uh, firstborn daughter is now an actual MCU character that we are going to see in future films, which is like, That's amazing. That's awesome. You know, here you're going to have like a father-daughter bonding time in other movies. But we can see here a little pattern. You see Thor now is a mentor to this girl. You mm-hmm. see... Hawkeye is a mentor to this girl. You yep. see, where uh, Doctor Strange is a mentor to America, which is a girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, they are building. Where are you going? <laughs> they, they, they are building Young Avengers, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But female Young Avengers. <laughs> it will it will speak we'll see how it goes because like again the numbers will speak for them everybody (laughs) will say look if they if it's only girls like sure we'll watch it and we'll see how good it is if it's good and it stands on its own merit awesome if it doesn't then it's just just for the sake of it eh. 
you know. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I have no problem with it. Like, per, oh, and also we have a Miss Marvel, which I complete fucking hate. Um, she's obviously going going to be the, uh, you know, Captain America's uh, little mentor, not mentor, but a student. Is Captain America in? The... Oh, oh, um... not Captain America. Captain Marvel. Sorry, Captain Marvel. Right. Yeah, right. not Captain America. Sorry, mistake. But anyway, mm. anyways, you have all these now female characters who are going to be in the Young Wait, Avengers. Is Captain Marvel in Miss Marvel? Do you want the spoiler? It's spoilers, obviously. I am in the show for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, she is in the show at the last episode at the after credits. Yeah, yeah just like that. <laughs> oh, I finally meet my hero. Oh, no, no, no. She doesn't meet her, her hero. They change bodies. She- Oh no. Oh yes. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Yes, yes. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, but, yeah. But but anyways, you have all these characters who are going to be in the Young Avengers, which is awesome. And it, it's not a problem for me, but we already saw Marvel doing this, you know, female power in the uh, endgame. And they mm-hmm. blew it. They it was absolutely yep. horrible, and it was a big mockery. And I feel they're trying to do a justice for that in a better mm-hmm. way. And you know what? If it works, and it and it if it works, it works, and I'm all for it. But if it's again, we also have She-Hulk coming out. Oh fuck, man! I'm not excited for that. <laughs> I mean, I t- to be honest, the fact that Bruce is in it, you know, uh, the CGI well, is horrible. You know? But Marvel has always been known for horrible CGI. No, not like this. Not like this. Not like this? Are you kidding me? Did you see the latest trailer from uh, the uh, Comic-Con? I did not. Is it atrocious? It's atrocious and atrocious. It's horrible. You're going to have to show me. You're going to send me a whole bunch of of, uh, links. I'm going to have to watch all these stuff. I, I will. But... Anyways, I'm I'm okay with them doing all this woman power as long as it's, you know it's told in a good way. Which point in case, for Jane Foster, Natalie Portman's character was told excellent. I was worried that they were gonna be like all in his face and like Thor was gonna be the little guy, but they balanced each other really well. It wasn't one over the other, and Jane's story and narratively justified her to be powerful and you know, whatever. And she also had underlying things which made her feeble and like vulnerable uh, and why she was focused on being Thor or a Thor. And it not once did it throw me out of the movie where I was like, ah, this is just women power. Like this is, <laughs> I, I was like, I'm all for it. Like, man, yeah, she's I, struggling. I she's got this, like, let's go. And at the end she like, Set, chooses to sacrifice is what and there's a consequence for it she dies spoilers <laughs> uh yeah and they had the guts to do that i was very impressed i was you know pleased satisfactorily narratively pleased because it, it, it fit all the criteria and it was like yeah and that's what happened she chose to do this to save the day she did save the day and rightfully so because you know it was a difficult situation but there was a consequence for it and it actually followed through. And I was like, all right, hats off. Yeah. Like I, if that, I don't know whose call that was, but good on them. So 
I, I'm pretty sure it was the Taika Waititi. In the comics, she does die. And, mm. and she does go to Valhalla. Spoilers, she does come back to life. Um, that makes sense. If you can get to Valhalla, you know, you can come back. Like. <laughs> but no, I, I totally, I, I love that. And I love the fact that we saw Heimdall. I, mm-hmm. I wished if we could have got maybe a few more minutes or at least like is Loki here because as what she's supposed to know, Loki mm. died and never came back to life. As what we know, the Loki from 2012, he did change the timeline. Mm-hmm. He is now has his own TV shows, so he's basically gone. But well, she, yeah. she's, she's supposed to like, you know, is Loki here or whatever. And I would have, you know, obviously the answer would be no. And that would have been like, so where is he? Like, mm-hmm. obviously we know the that, answer. That but does for- leave a question though, because in the normal timeline, so yeah, uh, I, I, he I, dies I, by Thanos. Yes. But they went back even further. To 2012. And he disappeared and he created a different tangent. Yes, the original timeline hasn't been corrected. Nahon, the original timeline, which means everything was changed and corrupted, which so which I'm waiting for Ant-Man and the Quantum Realm to uh, and Ant-Man Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania, thank you. Thank yes. you, thank you. With uh, Kane the Conqueror. Yep. I which... well by the way, Loki the show. Yeah. Amazing, amazing show. I did an amazing job. Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Not even once did he utter it, but everyone on the inside just. Wow. Yeah. So Taika did tell us that he wants this movie to be as far as possible from the Endgame movie. So according mm-hmm. to the uh, timeline, not according to phases. Okay. According to t- the timeline. Endgame happens in 2023. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Thor: Love that's and Thunder. Next year. <laughs> yeah, that's next year. So basically, we're still in the five-year gap of you know everyone is dust of the blip. Yeah, yeah. So Thor: Love and Thunder in the MCU timeline takes place in 2026. Was they... that confirmed? Because yeah, there was a lot of uh, like the exposition at the beginning gave room for a lot of stuff to have happened including different stuff with the guardians, guardians of the galaxy exactly yeah. and so we end uh, end game with uh, thor goins with, uh, goes with the guardians and he tells us like we are the as guardians of the galaxy and everyone's like oh my god we're gonna have like movie called the as guardians nope. <laughs> and, and i'm glad you know as much as i want to see that movie i'm glad we did it they told us in short basically in the last three years We've gone on a lot of adventures and we saved people and now I'm bored with my life. And yep. then and, and, and then they, all the crew hates Thor. <laughs> <laughs> basically. And then they basically split off their own ways. And yep. I believe uh, Guardians 3 will show us their adventure and obviously find Gamora and all, all of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> But we'll yeah, find we, out. Yeah, we will definitely find out. But yes, this movie chronologically takes place in the year 2026. There is nothing mm-hmm. that I have noticed in the movie that confirms it other than mm-hmm. they told us. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, we could probably look at like little snippets of Asgard at this point because we we see now that it's a tourist town. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably extrapolate how much time it would take to set something like that because it's not overnight. And uh, also those Old Spice commercials. Oh my Beautiful. god! I I was um I think I was the only one in the theater laughing his ass off when I saw Old I, Spice. I also was like <laughs> brilliant. There was there was a few others, but not not you a know. lot. Because <sighs> these so are all like you know American jokes, and like like this is like everyone like in America and Canada like this mm. is what you 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 know you see all you love the time. Old Spice. Exactly, but over here, yeah. like in Israel, it's like we know the absurdity. Exactly. Yeah, it's in like, Israel, we don't. We only in Super Farm do can you get uh, Old Spice, and yeah, it's only just catching on. Exactly. Uh, even so, though, like The Witcher did a stunt with uh, with Old Spice. Did you see that? Uh, no, I, I don't think I did. Oh well, you should. You should search <laughs> Witcher commercial uh, Old Spice. I, if, I, you spe- no. if you've seen The Witcher, then if oh, you haven't, yes, watch yes, those first. H- and then... Henry Cavill, uh, Henry Cavill, absolutely. Mm, they announced man crush uh, of my life. Yes, they announced uh, season three, and and I I love the fact that he's a he's a gamer, which is amazing. yeah, Warhammer. Now that's a lore that's extensive, but it's good. It's good. Yes. So back back to the movie, I mm. I love overall. I love the storyline. It, it is mm. a good storyline. And a lot of people did say this movie does not affect the MCU timeline at all. And I, dis- yeah. and I disagree with it. Yes, mm. majority of the movie does, is not relevant to the bigger picture as of right now. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the end of the movie, when they went and they saw that gil- weird galaxy, gal- galaxy bean, yeah, eternal. Uh, eternity. Eternity. So eternity is a, a being that is a part of the galac- galaxy and is the galaxy is a part of him. He is mm-hmm. one with the galac- galaxy and the galaxy is one part of him. The thing is, you have the multiverse, which is mm-hmm. what we are in now. Yeah. Then, if I'm not mistaken, you have the omniverse, which is right like above that. And then you have the ultraverse or the megaverse. I forget the name of it. And then you have, you have like three. So I'm gonna the, have to double check on that because I mean I watched What If and I remember some of the the. So no. Like, so uh, as of right now, we're only touching about the multiverse. We only like mm-hmm. uh, the MCU. Yeah, right Doctor now, Strange talk- and Spider Man. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, they are beings in between. Who are like, yeah, okay, I'm the watcher of the multiverse, of the entire multiverse, not like the watcher we see in uh, what if, what if? Yeah. but like, no, I see even above you. Then you have, I know I see above you because I'm from the omniverse and then I'm from the ultra, whatever, all, all of that. The thing is, the last, last, uh, is it omniverse or mega, whatever, the, the very last mm. one, uh, let's call it the megaverse. Yeah, that is include includes everything, not only Marvel. It includes Disney. DC, it includes yeah. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It includes yeah. everything because we are the people who created that. So, yeah. yes, if they do continue with the fourth wall, 
yeah, basically, if they do continue to go out into all the other universes, omniverse, megaverse, and all that, we we could potentially see Marvel fighting Lord of the Rings. And that'll be like, it'll be weird. I doubt that's going to happen. It's going to be weird, but it's going to be like, okay. But the thing. My thoughts of the direction of Marvel is that they're going to hint at the like symbiote war, which Mm -hmm. transcended uh, like even more so than the uh, like multiverse war. Mm -hmm. Because already we. We don't know the origin of Sanchi's rings. We don't know, uh, you know, we have been introduced to the Black Knight and we're hinted that the Black Knight's sword has the symbiote qualities. We know that a piece of the symbiote has been left over since uh, Spider-Man, which all those things point towards, um, what's his name? Uh, Basically Satan. And uh, (laughs) uh, also Galactus and all those things, but more so and we're learning about incursions and the ending of doctor strange she meets what's her face and she's really hot and cool uh bringing us i forget her name yeah we'll get dead and uh (laughs) you know she's gonna take him into his storyline into the dark dimension but i think there's gonna be other ties anyways i think the symbiote angle is going to be very very strong uh especially since uh, Wanda's story was originally taken from that because she made a deal with the devil in the comics, uh, basically. And there are some other things. I don't. They don't touch it here. And he, he's not the devil, but he's someone who's uh, he, he, prolific he's, and strong. Yeah. He's the one who created the symbiote. And, exactly. And the thing is, it goes weapon. The sword is also, a symbiote. And the yeah. thing, it's it's annoying that they kill off bad characters like you don't have to because you know he is an amazing evil character and you Mm -hmm. can continue with him onwards but now the fact that you killed him it's like ah you kind of you know but now we have hercules coming into the the story and that's going to lead to the god bomb which if they don't do that then i'm i've missed everything but uh and that's a thing that's a quite an event which can lead to a bunch of things. And I think, especially with the Eternals and whatnot, I, I'm pretty sure this is they're gonna have those angles set up. I, everybody's guessing at this point, but I'm pretty sure like there's very strong evidence that this is sitting in in this direction. This this movie did kind of hint to you know potential God bomb, but you know Thor was able to stop it. You did mention Eternals, and I totally wanted for them to mention or explain something to us because Eternals, as we know, they are eternal. And they did tell us Athena or Thena, she played, acted as if she is the god Athena. Mm -hmm. And Athena is a Greek goddess. And in in this movie, we see Zeus, who is a Greek god, and yeah. I want, and I wanted to see it, or them to mention, yeah, Athena from Eternals is bullshit, and this is the real goddess Athena, or like explain something over there like that because that would have been a nice touch. Uh, I I think that they gave that the to a throwaway line uh, at a at a Jesus reference. Yeah, 
because you know you basically now telling me there is a potential those two goddess that one is a fake and one is real but mm-hmm. you know all the same god you know if if the eternal athena is the fake one why did yeah. the real one let the fake one act as she is her and i maybe even butcher her name so i, right. I don't know avatar that, avatars i don't know yeah. that, that that's something you know. i would have loved for them to explain or a talk little about. clarification yeah. yeah that's a good point i didn't think about that until now that's interesting they, I, I did love how Thor gave all the kids his power, but he said for no potentially, not potentially for a, a brief moment. A brief, yeah. Like I, was, he, I he, thought that was he, great. Yeah, do you think about it? Like whoever is worthy will have the power of Thor for a brief time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that had yeah. me cracking up. Some, some of my friends did not like that. I was like, oh, I was clearly set up, you know, ever since Odin spoke. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I was also expecting a Thor to become a Thor alternate. I forget the name of it. He finds the dust of Odin and he mm. collects it. And Odin's becomes, Thor or Thor Odin, something like that. Yeah, or Grandfather he, Thor. Yeah, Grandfather. Like, yeah, it becomes something that like... Father he, Thor, I think is what it is. So Yeah, and he becomes way more powerful. I, I was expecting that is the only way for him to destroy Goal. He needs to connect one with his father with his dust and become all father for so yeah i'm pretty sure that from a narrative point of view they wanted a clean way to get the kids out of there without them just sitting in a corner like because mm-hmm. the camera forgot them and they're like oh and the kids were gone mm-hmm. like okay we need to write them out cleanly and thor doesn't have time to battle with the the little minions he's going straight for gore so eh, dot 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 amazing chaotic children battling uh, demonic <laughs> entities amazing <laughs> yes they they did finish this movie thanks to also uh, the after credits with zeus is not dead or at least he not. doesn't look dead jane jane is in valhalla is someone mm-hmm. i did see someone say like as a joke you know he was like the girl who f- was fighting and like oh i'm gonna die i'm gonna go to valhalla until like no your arm is probably in Valhalla. So someone was joking, hey, here's her arm. But anyways, they finished the movie that it looks like we might have Thor 5. And I totally forgot to, to say, as of right now, in, in every Marvel movie, even Sony and all that, Thor is the only movie, the only character that has four films. Mm-hmm. The only one. Spider-Man will probably be the next one. Well, I think they announced uh, three more for Spider-Man, but I mean, like the same actor. Now they did announce in the Comic-Con Captain America, a new world order, which is going to be the fourth Captain America, but it's with a new actor who plays Captain America. So you can kind of say this is Captain America one. So, you know, Sam Mm. Wilson is now Captain America. Yeah. So it is Captain America 4, but it's a different actor, so it's not really Captain America 4. But yeah, they they did finish this um, with a potential uh, Thor 5, and and that's, I I believe that's it when it comes to the movies, to the movie. Mm. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah. It is interesting that Thor, out of all the characters, I mean, Iron Man, he did, but like, they... 
I mean, obviously, Endgame was more like uh, kind of his, I mean, his final film, obviously, but it was like, it was kind of like another Iron Man movie, but it just mm-hmm. with a lot of other things, but the focus wasn't entirely on it. But nonetheless, it, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's the, it for the movie. And like I said, we're going to briefly talk about what we saw in uh, on Comic-Con, what they told us, and to try to explain any confusion about anything, if there are any confusions. But anyways, they first started off with telling us uh, we are coming to a close with phase four. So phase four, so had, it started with WandaVision and Mm -hmm. now we are with Thor Love and Thunder. The upcoming uh, project after Thor Love and Thunder is the TV show She-Hulk Attorney at Law that will come out. Arc five now or into no, phase, no, th- phase five? This is still phase four. With so all the stuff that's about that's queued up is still phase four, and then yeah. the next projects. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. So we we are gonna finish this year and close off this year with closing off phase four. So later mm-hmm. this year, the TV show uh, She Hulk Attorney at Law will come out. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, nine episodes. And um, personally, for me, I. You know, seeing the trailers, the CGI looks horrible. I'm not excited for that. But mm. at the end of the trailer, we probably do see Daredevil. And it makes sense because he's a lawyer himself. So yeah. it definitely it, makes it sense. It better be. Yeah. And it'll probably be the only good thing about the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we close, and this is what closes off phase four is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. And they also released a trailer for that. And it looks like they're going to explain to us uh, Chadwick Boseman, his death, his character's death in the movie. Because um, obviously the actor did die in real life. But rest in peace. Rest in peace. It does look that they're going to do like a little funeral scene over there. So that would be interesting. I don't know when these shows take take place in chronological order. Um, yeah. I will only know once we see the TV shows and movies. So as of right now, this is when everything has been released. Yeah. And now we begin phase five. We open phase five with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, which will come out in 2023, early 2023. Mm-hmm. And after that, the TV show, are you ready? Secret yep. Invasion 2023. Mm. Okay. Which, which had a lot of people really hyped. Um, after that, we have, uh, as what the James Gunn told us, the last movie of Guardians of the Galaxy. So Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, 2023. Mm-hmm. And thanks, uh, thanks to uh, the TV show Hawkeye, we are now getting another TV show called Echo that coming okay. out in 2023. And then we have Loki season two also coming out in 2023, which Let's is go. amazing. Very uh, excited. Yes, th- that, that I'm very excited. They did, they did an amazing job with the first season. And I... I'm I'm really all hyped for this. 
Uh, after after that, we have the Marvels. It's a movie where we'll see Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and I forget oh, her name. That's a de- departure. Interesting. All right. Yeah. We, so also the Monica Rambeau from a uh, WandaVision. Okay. Uh, th- this show, this movie, will also come out in 2023. After that, mm-hmm. finally, Blade is coming. Yes. Hmm. Well, I mean, that was teased in The Eternals. It was teased, but, you know, last time we saw Blade is what was like, what, the 90s? If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Do you think that'll be a Blade solo or do you think that'll include I, the Black Knight? I think it'll be a solo. Like, I, I don't think it will continue that storyline. I, I, I think that storyline from the 90s, it's like a different universe. It's its own thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But after, after Blade, we are going to have the TV show Iron Heart. Come, okay. comes out in 2023 which is basically you know a black panther iron man kind of style i guess all right and thanks to a uh, wandavision guess what we're getting we're getting another tv show called agatha the covenant of chaos yeah. i did know about that uh looking forward to that i do like the magic side of marvel though it is not the best film in the mcu uh Doctor Strange is my favorite uh, MCU character. Really? Yes. And that's I love it. the movie. That that's interesting. Uh, nice. <laughs> I I have a lot of pop dolls myself. Um, nice. Just for our audience at home, I just pulled up a uh, pop guy of Doctor Strange. I I have I have Groot, Thanos, Thor, and so many more. I have a lot of uh, Lord of the Rings as well. That's but, cool. I got Bulbasaur, Boba nice. Fett, and uh, a Venom version of uh, Doctor Strange. So, n- nice. So, after Agatha, uh, the TV show, they announced... Nice. That's cool. Anyways, what else did they announce? So, a- after Agatha, the TV show, uh, that comes out in 2023, they announced a TV show that is going to have the longest episodes, 18 episodes overall, season one. That's quite the promise. And it is Daredevil Born Again. Yeah. All right. With the same actor? The same actor who played in Daredevil and the Netflix original. And this is something I want to explain over here, you know, for any confusion. So... Netflix made a lot of it Marvel TV shows, originals. And yeah. now because Disney owns uh, Marvel, they basically said, hey, give it to us. So Marvel is going to get the money and, they, and, and uh, Netflix is going to get no credit. But they did an amazing, jo- an amaz- amazing show. For Daredevil, yeah. they, there was uh, three seasons. And here came the big conflict of, is this going to be season four or is this going to be season one? It's, you know, continue again. Mm. And I have to say that this is going to be season one. It's not going to probably it's not going to continue what Netflix did, even though what Netflix did is probably still going to be continuity, but just no. So. From my understanding, what Netflix did is Marvel, obviously, but it's like mm. as if a different universe. So our mm. main universe, as they told us in Doctor Strange, is 616. Yeah. 
So all the other Marvel shows and TV shows are a different universe. Mm-hmm. So they don't affect the main timeline, 646. They affect their own timeline. But this is, yeah. but this uh, saga is the multiverse saga, which they did announce and confirmed officially we are in the multiverse saga. So there could be a potential we see Chris Evans comes again as hmm. the human torch. Oh my God. All I want to see is Spider-Man swinging with Daredevil in a uh, uh, like cult yes. classic homage what, to the Also comics. with the Deadpool. Hmm. The, the, the... Less stoked about that, but yeah, I know where I know what you're talking about. Uh, interesting. Well, hey, we got an official X Men, so you know Xavier. Yes, I I do I do want to touch about all the uh, X Men and uh, animated shows, uh, but let's uh, let's first finish uh, this list. Yeah, yeah. So after Daredevil, Born Again, eighteen episodes TV show, we get Captain America: New World Order. And after that, which comes out in 2024, and after that, we have the Thunderbolts, which comes out in 2024 as well. And the Thunderbolts is what closes. Yeah. Thunderbolts is what closes the phase five. And they, they did announce what opens phase six and what closes phase six. So they told us the opening and the ending. So what opens phase six is Fantastic Four that comes out in 2024. Right. Okay. And what closes phase six is Avengers Kane Dynasty comes out in 2025. And after that is Avengers Secret Wars 2025. Secret Wars. Yeah. See? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was okay. Besides the symbiote stuff, that's yeah, yeah. So because that's multiverse. Oh my it's, gosh. it's yes, it's it's a lot of hype. It's basically two years to wait. <laughs> we have about two three years. The until... real question is: Are they going to be able to pull it off successfully? Because that's a very convoluted storyline that. If you don't play your cards right, you're going to have a lot of people detach because it's a lot to consider to build the stakes properly for people to actually care about. I I believe they can do it successfully as long as that Sony won't fuck it up. Do you think it will be as impactful as Endgame? I, I, I believe it has the potential to be bigger. Bigger is not always better, though. I know. I mean, obviously, this was threat level. No, no, no. no I mean, Titan, like, but no, I mean, like bigger, like better, like in that sort mm-hmm. of way. Like, I, I believe, you, yeah. I like you, yeah. the hype and the intensity, and I believe it could be bigger than than uh, Endgame and uh, Infinity War. I personally loved uh, Infinity War than Endgame. Yeah, it was a good setup. I really enjoyed it as well. I, I can understand that. And he mentioned about Shang-Chi and what he's up to, because I re- recently rewatched that film and I found that I liked it a lot more than the first time I watched it. Really? Really? I, I guess I'll have to watch it. I, did, I didn't really like the movie as well. Um, I didn't like should... the ending. So and because... like, I still don't, but still. <laughs> so since you did see Shang-Chi again, I do suggest watch Miss Marvel, even though it is trash. Because okay, good, they, right. do, they do reflect one another. Interesting. Okay, I will. 
Uh, is okay i think i understand what you're saying it's the bracelet thing right not just the bracelet the there's also like markings like let's say on the ground that is the 10 you know the mandarin you know symbol you Uh, see you see that i like the mandalorian so i feel like a continuation would be really really (laughs) fantastic (laughs) yes so this this is basically what marvel announced on their second panel uh, basically the bigger picture but they also announced uh, separate tv shows that do not affect the timeline the 616 timeline and it's mm. animated tv shows so they told us oh right they told us we're gonna get a five episode short mini series of i am groot which, right i saw I just whipped it up on the computer i saw a little sticker that I was like pardon yeah, okay. so, so it is, so that show does take place in 616 universe, but mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like it's canon, group. but it's not like canon to affect the story. So it's not yeah. like something I have to see to understand the bigger story. It is because Disney does own Marvel now, and we know Disney love to do like little short stories, like, you know, the mm-hmm. old person plays chess against himself. Very good, uh, very good reference. But, yes. So this is basically the same thing, only about Groot, and it's nice. like okay. five five episodes. It's short episodes, so be- I believe between five to ten minutes each episode. Interesting, so, kind of like uh, what uh, the boys did. Yeah. All right, and, and then they also announced uh, the season two of What If, which we know it takes place yeah. in different universes. So mm-hmm. doesn't affect the main storyline of 616. Mm. Then random question. I mean, yeah. obviously it's not because it's a very different character, but uh uh it's Doctor Strange that we saw in the dark world of Doctor Strange in mm-hmm. the multiverse of madness. Uh you know, any relation do you think or no? No, no, no relations no. because the the one in what if he destroyed his world. Yes, this one in the movie mm. also destroyed his world, but he was now kept in a little like glass ball, which yeah. this one didn't. And also the one that was kept in the glass ball, he had his Just own mission. Yeah. Exactly. So therefore, I don't believe they are the same. That is fair enough. Yeah. But that so after that they didn't they did announce another show and have uh, called the Marvel uh, Zombies Zombies Marvel. Oh Something no! Like that. Really so, milking the cow now. Exactly. The have... So <laughs> imagine the main storyline, and then you have yeah. side stories, which you know mm. are basically just for fun. They don't affect the main storyline, and yeah. these are the basically the stories. So basically, what if season one, two, and they did announce season three as well, they don't affect the bigger story. Yes, you can watch if you want to understand the multiverse even better, but you don't have to. They all and Easter eggs all scattered throughout, most likely. Yeah, they they did uh, after that did announce a Spider-Man freshman year also animated, which which Tom Holland will not be. play his role and what? yeah he, he won't and in this uh, tv show animated tv show we oh, are animated. going to, yeah in this tv show we are going to have oscorp which we know in our timeline like we saw in spider-man no way home oscorp does not exist therefore yep. this is another type of 
as you know what if but only in spider-man mm-hmm. it's not called what what if but it is a different universe yeah different that's kind of unfortunate because where they ended the last spider-man is where we all know and love peter parker from Mm -hmm. you know this kid who lives in his own apartment you know this in this world it's a little different because he doesn't have aunt may still but like nobody knows him he's a no one he's he's, you know his persona spider-man is held intact and you know the struggling peter just existing on his own kind of deal and making yeah. making his own way like that would be a really cool place to check off from like you know no, I, I, we'll I see believe, that eventually i believe they will in future movies but not animated like this yeah. again th- these are animated tv shows for the fun of it side stories that don't affect the mm. main picture the main plot so good to know and then you also have uh, x-men they are continuing the 90s tv show x-men so this oh, is called- interesting Yes, so the X-Men from the 90s, uh, if I remember, uh, ended in a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. and that's it. So they're basically revising that and continuing from that cliffhanger, and it's going to be called X-Men 97, as the year 97. So yeah. they're, con- they're continuing that storyline. Again, does not affect the main 616 plot. But they're coming. The mutants are coming. The mutants are coming, which is very, very interesting. Which um, also could lead to the Wanda no more mutants whole dilemma. Um, I was especially hoping, with the Phoenix Forks. So. I, I was hoping to see in Doctor Strange, but we didn't. But yes, I I hope we will see no more mutants. Even though up till now we didn't have mutants, so maybe she will do like we will have mutants. I think my theory, well, I don't know, but I think because uh, the way that the worlds work and the fact that they've introduced uh, in, 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 not inclusions, but the, where the incursions. worlds collapse, incursions, incursions. where they, they collapse on themselves, that they have uh, potential effects on the outer yes. uh, verse, uh, that maybe the X gene will probably be resolved in, by I, one of these things. I most definitely hope so crossed yes there, there's anyways there's a lot of hype and expectations uh, that they gave us up till the year 2025 mm-hmm. um very very interesting very exciting i already put in my calendar on when each movie is being released so i know are like, we gonna okay, go see these together you're gonna you're gonna invite I, me i would love to i i wouldn't mind driving like a, we can meet in the middle like drive halfway through and yeah uh, watch i mean uh, there's a theater in Netanya that i really like it's really comfy yeah we we could totally uh, do that i would I would love to and we, yeah, can, kid, right. we can kidnap adam as well my Absolutely. older brother <laughs> yes. uh, it's okay uh well we'll get him um all that i think all to say well, i i just wanted to say like for cert from certain things like for me the like where the movie struggled not necessarily in pacing but like the exploration of the story of like okay like how difficult was this battle or is this battle with uh with cancer and like what more thoughts could there be like some more because it's a real thing and people really do struggle with it and i think it was too light of a brush like we know it was difficult and like for the sake of the story they had to brush over it but i think they could have been a little more uh, insightful, similar to Gore's story, almost parallel the two, because they're they're they the 
deterioration of the the body of belief in both either the the, the medical system or the religious system or or uh, uh, things of that nature. I did think Taito Watiti played up a few things a little too much, uh, especially with the core character, self-insertion, self, you know, pat on the back. I'm a funny character. Everybody mm-hmm. loves me. I'm going to be in almost every scene. You know, it's like, all right, cool, cool. Um, but, you know, at the same time, whatever, like you could do that. If you could do that, why not? You know, we're all going to be the sheep to watch and just nod our heads and go, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously seeing Deuce, uh, Zeus, you know, not die on screen meant that he was coming back. Uh, I don't think that's a big deal. Um, like he was such a small part for what they needed. Uh, you know, it was um, a little more exploration or something within the world of the gods would have been interesting so that you could get your justification on certain factors about history in the mm-hmm. world. I think that would have been more uh, a better justification because they didn't have between exploring the worlds of the gods versus them going to the climax of the film wasn't much. And then because you had the two scenes where uh, Thor and Jane kind of make up, but it would have been better just to cut the first one out and have them kiss and make up at the end kind of deal would probably have made it more empowering. I don't know. Other than that, like, again, like I had set, I usually walk into films with my expectation low so that they can usually surpass them. So I can be like, oh, I enjoyed it on these things. I had a relatively good time. So ultimately, th- those are more or less my final thoughts. Um, I don't know. I, was, I, I enjoyed it. I like the visuals. I like swords. I <laughs> no, so I, I, I'm more or less the same as you. Yes, I, I had more expectations not like the movie to be good but more like here information you gave us now Mm. this is like like moon knight is all about gods egyptian gods specifically specifically let's see the gods over here you you know we didn't have any mentions of gods like they did say oh he is like the egyptian god i forget his name and that's it it's like you could have given us a bit more like here about you know moon knight over here or other, you know, gods who will be who are relevant to the shows, but yeah. you didn't. So in that aspect, I was disappointed. The movie itself is a good movie. It's a fun movie. I would say it's a better movie being drunk or high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, because of the visual and all the, the jokes here and there. Um, mm. it, 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 is, it is a fun movie, but Ragnarok for me was better mm-hmm. i think there is definitely more stakes involved especially since we didn't understand like seeing helena like mm-hmm. break mjolnir and then like having him cast aside and having him f- try and find himself it's like yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah I'm all for it yeah um i believe uh, we got to our the end of it, our episode sounds um, good to me yeah I am your host, Joel, and with me today, Moses Moon. Hey, guys. <laughs> it was been, it's been a pleasure. It definitely has been. Thank you so much, man. Um, tell us about your radio and the plug-in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, guys, you can find me at uh, The Voice on uh, Reforge Radio on The Voice. Uh, I uh, run three programs, uh, The Forge, The Crucible, 
uh, and The Quench, uh, once again, on The Voice. You can find that uh, app or application at uh, High Adventure Ministries. Just type that into Google uh, App Store and you'll find the app. And the show is Monday through Friday. Uh, and we have it at 6 a.m., 11 a.m., and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 a.m., and 3 a.m. Uh, Israeli Standard Time. And uh, you can find me also at Reforge Radio on Instagram, or you can look at me, Moses is the Moon, also on Instagram. Guys, thank you so much for having me, Joel. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank it's, you. It's, it's always wonderful. I look forward to the next episode. Me too. Thank you. And I'm, like I said, Joel the host of this podcast spoilers obviously i do have another podcast in hebrew same concept uh, called spoiler minister i'll put all the links in the bio until then see you guys later yalla bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>